Welcome to Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. This is where I help strong, capable women excavate the inner garbage in their life so they can become more confident and have more clarity on who they are and how they really want to be in the world. We have rich, juicy conversations about, yeah, you guessed it, empowerment, but also about radiating your brilliance and loving yourself more than you ever have in your life. And who doesn't want that? So join me now for another empowering chat. Hi. So we're in July, if you can believe it. I, I have a hard time believing that, that this year is just flying by. And, and the theme, again, I'll just say it again, for empowering chats is be expansive. Be expansive. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, whenever I choose these annual themes and then the subsets, you know, I, I, I feel like the annual theme, be expansive, for example, is going to just be juicy and luscious. And up until now, July, my expansion has been an inner excavation, again, of false beliefs, old beliefs, familial beliefs that have nothing to do with me and who I am now, and looking at them and discarding them. However, I do that, whether it's, you know, through crying or journaling or tapping, you know, EFT or talking to my somatic healer or going for a walk and just saying, please, please take this from me. Um, so, yeah, so be expansive. I guess in order to expand, you have to clear right? There's there, at least that's becoming, that has been my experience up until now, clearing out the garbage in my head, in my body, in my emotional field, uh, so that I can expand beyond who I've been up until that moment, up until now. And so, yeah, being expansive. So I'm really curious what this month is going to bring because the subset for July that it, the theme is nurture. And when we chose that, I was like, Oh, that just, again, like the expansive felt really awesome. Nurture feels juicy and sweet and relaxing and comforting. Right. So we'll see what happens next. Yeah. Uh, but so I look up, I looked up the word nurture. Nurture is to feed or comfort, protect, to support and encourage as during a period of training or development to train, educate, or bring up, right? To bring up. So when I was thinking about nurture, uh, my experience this year has been uh, training my eight-month-old puppy, Aussie Healer, uh, who's in the room with me right now. Both my dogs are always in the room when I record and he's chewing on a bone. If you can hear it. it, training him and training him, I'm realizing in, in walking and behaving and where his place is and, you know, dogs need a job and they need a, a they need to know the rules and all of that. So in training him, I'm realizing that's nurturing him and my other dog, Macy. And as I train Buster, 
on how to walk calmly on leash and not yank my arm out of the socket, you know, as I'm doing that, I'm nurturing me because as he begins to understand the rules and behaviors uh, that are expected when we're out in public. uh, So he's not chasing down another dog and me rolling around on the ground. (laughs) Um, That's nurturing me. That's uh, protecting me and, and taking care of me. And this puppy Oh my gosh, I've had, he's my fifth dog. And this little guy, well, he's a big guy now, uh, just has so much love and so much intelligence. Um, he's, he's nurturing me as I'm nurturing him, as I'm developing him and bringing him up, training him. So the other thing for me about nurturing is besides letting go of these beliefs. Well, let's talk a little bit of that. The belief systems that we operate under. I have had, my father was very ill and in the hospital for a a while and he's much better now, but that process of him being in the hospital and taking over more responsibilities exhausted me. And I then realized I, and I do this, I'm bringing this up because it's not really all about me. I'm bringing it up because I have a feeling many, many, many people that are going to be listening to the show do this exact same thing. And mostly women. When somebody is in need, somebody is in needs your help. We, I dump all my boundaries. I rush to, to, to be proactive. Okay. What needs to be done? And here's this list and here's that list and get it all done to the point of exhaustion. And I don't know about you guys, but I seem to be running at a low battery constantly. So nurturing another person means also remembering to nurture yourself. And I'm not just talking about self-care, you know, like taking a bath. I'm talking about remembering to keep your boundaries strong. And if you have to build more boundaries of what you can and can't do, what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. And I was faced with caregiving my father and I had to tell him I'm not willing to do some of these things. And that takes a lot of courage, especially getting looping back to beliefs, especially when you are, when, so I can only speak from my experience. I defaulted into old programming of I'm the one that needs to be the caregiver. I'm the one that has to take care of everything. I'm the one that it's expected of. So I have to meet that expectation and I have to do it brilliantly. And I found myself the whole time saying, I can't do it all. I can't do all of it. You know, I would come home exhausted and dinner had to be made. I can't do it all. I can't do it all. And I found myself also saying, this is not my job. This is not my job. So I had to really listen to myself and go, okay, you can't do it all. What are you willing to do? That's part of nurturing. That's part of um, development, right? It's part of encouraging yourself, encouraging yourself, taking time to say, what am I willing to do? And really be honest, really be honest with yourself. 
that that's what I had to do. And once I could do that, then I could, then I got to see where my boundaries had weakened, where I dropped them. I, I mean, and trampled them. And I had to reset those boundaries with my dad and with my family and with myself that, you know, the minute I wanted to rush to help or, oh, I should go get that for him because he might need, I had to stop. I had to stop myself. And that was part of protecting myself, right? Nurturing myself. So nurturing can also look like um, taking care of your surroundings, like your home, like making sure that your bed is made. If, if you don't, if you don't make a bed, making sure your bed's made, that's part of taking care of you so that when you go to bed at night, you have a fresh turn down, if you will, you get to, to turn down the covers, which is also, I am completing this day by turning down these covers. And that's part of nurturing, allowing yourself to rest at the end of the day. I, I'm realizing taking care of my car. That's nurturing me to make sure that my car is running well, it's clean, it's been serviced is part of how I take care of myself, how I nurture me so I can get in my car whenever I need to. And I'm from California, everybody, so I'm always in my car. Uh, but I can get into my car whenever I need to. And I can absolutely trust that the car is going to take me where I need to go because I have taken care of it. I have nurtured it. Do you see what I'm saying? So the other thing is uh, if you're, if you're nurturing your environment, um, like I just said, like making sure your, your house is clean or your bed is made or your car is well taken care of. But there's also the idea of nurturing the environment, which means researching or looking at what is another step I can take to help encourage or develop uh, from my choices, uh, a cleaner environment, you know, is that, is that getting solar panels? Is that just recycling plastic bottles? Is that not buying plastic bottles and using a, using a, a water container? all the time. Nurturing. How do we do that? So I want to show you this. My water bottle has words on it. Um, I, I've been encouraged. It says love and health. It's kind of backwards and upside down, but uh, my uh, somatic healer, Scott Clover that I work with and, and I've interviewed him. You guys should check out a couple of the interviews we did. Um, reminded me of the Emoto study of labeling your water with words of positivity, words of love. So love and health or love and peace or love and joy or, you know, but labeling your water so that you are reminded every time you drink your water, your drink from your bottle, that you're focusing on health and love and the water begins to transmute and, and, uh, the crystals of the water take on that energy vibration. So that's another way to nurture yourself, you know, literally 
from the inside. Um, yeah. So it's not so much asking yourself, how can I nurture others? I would encourage you to nurture, how can I nurture myself first? And then when your battery is being charged as you're nurturing yourself, whether it's going and sitting under a beautiful tree on a summer's day or laying in a hammock outside and taking a nap, how can you nurture others? And another way to do that is many uh, people that cook know it making food is nurturing. It's nurturing for your body, nurturing for yourself, right? And nurturing for others. And I am reminded constantly that when I'm cooking, I need to focus on putting love, the vibration of love, just like in my water, the vibration of love into the food I'm making. Because I I got into a, a rut of being grumbly, a little resentful that I'm always cooking and always cleaning up after. And so that energy was probably going into my food and I had to reset. Again, this is, this is remembering, letting go of old behaviors, um, understanding that some of those behaviors come from your family of origin and aren't really you were never meant, it was never meant to be you. And yet we took those things on. So nurturing with love, the food that you're making, that you're going to feed yourself and others so that everyone is being nurtured with love, is being fed, literally the vibration of love when we eat. And then another way to nurture yourself first and then others is by hugging. (laughs) I'm a hugger and I feel nurtured when I give hugs to others because I then receive their hug back. You see what I'm saying? It is then everything as I nurture myself or others, there is a response reciprocity that happens, a circulation of a higher vibration of love in that hug, whether I know the person or not, and uh, and asking them if they're okay with a hug. But it nurtures me as I give a hug. Do you see what I'm saying? So nurturing, upbringing, bringing up, bringing up. That says to me, bringing up is often associated with how we raise our children, but I see it now as uh, bringing up my vibration, bringing up my emotional scale, moving from feeling gloomy because it's been gloomy in California right now. I live near the coast, but bringing up my emotional vibration, moving it up into love or happiness or joy or, or whatever, bringing up your vibration. How do you do that? How do you do that? Well, I've interviewed some amazing people for this month of July, and they all have a different take on how you bring up your vibration. 
personally, I attempt to do it daily when I uh, sit in meditation. I focus on filling my entire body, grounding first, so I don't go floating off into the Netherlands, uh, grounding first, but then focusing on bringing a high frequency of love into my body from the top of my head down to my toes, filling every cell, every molecule, every system, every bone, every muscle, every everything with a high frequency of love. It's like taking a love bath. <laughs> and uh, when I do that, on a regular basis, then at, that's my self that's nurturing me because I feel better when I, when I'm done meditating, I leave the house fe feeling better, you know, feeling on a different vibration than gloomy or whatever the, the emotion was to begin with. And then I notice this is still nurturing, right? I've nurtured myself by filling myself with a high frequency of love and allowing it to transmute anything unlike love that's in my mental, physical, or emotional body. And then what I notice when I go out to the market, to whatever, I have these beautiful interactions with people because there is that frequency, that vibration that is beyond my, well, it's in my auric field and it meets people and uplifts, brings up their frequency too. Totally brings up their frequency. So that's how we can also nurture others while we're nurturing ourselves. Give yourself a love bath, a love frequency bath, and see what happens. Using the color red, everybody. Use the, use the red light. Red light, there's a reason why, right? <laughs> so that's nurturing. For the month of July, I really want to say, oh, gosh, it's going to make me cry. <laughs> I want to say that I am deeply humbled and grateful for all the listeners that have been downloading and listening. I, I have over 8,000 listeners that have downloaded or downloads. I, you know, and see, I don't even know how that works. but. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's a huge affirmation for me. It's your way of nurturing me to let me know that the work that I do has value. And I appreciate that. So thank you. Didn't mean to get all teary. Anyway. See how you can nurture yourself first. And as you nurture yourself, it automatically radiates out and nurtures others. And so it is. Namaste. Well, that wraps up our empowering chat today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go to susanburrell.com. You can see all the information about my new book, Live an Empowered Life, a 30-Day Journey. You can also access guided meditations that I have on Insight Timer through the website and just see what else is out there on my site that you might find empowering and exciting to experience. You can also contact me through the website at susan at susanmorell.com. So that's it for today. 
see you next time.